Hello, I'm Sophie. This is my show, Six of Spades, on KMIH, Mercer Island, 889 The Bridge. So today, I want to talk about sort of the corruption in consumerism in America, as well as the over-consumerism, which is becoming more and more prevalent in today. And first, I want to start off by talking about one of the biggest holidays that is leading to consumerism and over-consumerism, which is Valentine's Day. Not Valentine's Day in the sense of the holiday itself is the issue, but rather what it's turned into and who kind of the real winners of this holiday are at this point. So first, I'll talk about the actual origin of Valentine's Day, which, to be honest, isn't completely known. It's just believed that Valentine's Day was originally celebrated within many Christian denominations as simply a feast day for St. Valentine, who was long associated with love and just courtship. So this holiday actually originated as a day to recognize and appreciate all of those around you, almost similar to Thanksgiving in that sense, that it was a time for recognition of friends, family, and lovers as well. So without a strong tie to consumerism, as we can see in the start of Valentine's Day and its origins, but we start to see the sort of first spike within that in the 1700s, the early 1700s. And this was actually within postal companies which started promoting that you should reach out to all of the people you know, near and far, which also created a large boom in card card sales starting in the early 1700s, as I mentioned. So moving pretty far along the timeline and talking about Valentine's Day today, it's been labeled as a hallmark holiday, a term which is only coined by holidays which exist only for corporate or commercial reasons, as opposed to actually commemorating a historical or significant event. Uh, Some of the most prominent ones include Father's Day, Mother's Day being the two biggest examples, um, still of course under Valentine's Day. Now all this isn't just to say that consumerism is necessarily an entirely bad thing. On a more surface level it is of course good to have a time to recognize the people you care about and what they mean to you and for many it is a reminder to just stop and reflect on their relationships and the people they know and where they are in their life and how they got there. But on a more economic scale, consumerism caused by holidays like Valentine's Day or Mother's Day or Father's Day, like the other ones that I mentioned, they fuel economic growth and increase economic output and can even create more jobs in America and other countries. But to many, the cons of this consumption can often outweigh the benefits that it reaps. To start, in achieving the lowest possible prices, companies will create lower quality products as a result and often lead to lower working conditions or, of course, just poorer pay for workers they need to make these products, um, those lowest possible prices. Additionally, when many of these products are coming from places with fewer or worse regulations on working conditions, many people can be left in almost horrible situations which often mean working long hours and sometimes dangerous jobs for, of course, very little pay. Another really huge concern, especially right now, is pollution. Because as making many products leads to depletion of natural resources and, of course, energy, this is an even bigger issue when a majority of these products can end up in the trash or the plastic excess can even end up as pollution. But still, a lot of people wonder how these companies can fund the production of these products and still get away with it. So to understand more on the corruption within corporations, I invited Sophie Hill to join me. Sophie, thank you so much for joining me today. So you recently did your final thesis, if you will, 
um, in one of our classes, which was basically a 25-minute mock documentary in our AP US History and Literature course on morally correct corporations. So you learned a lot about the corporations within big companies, right? Yes, I did. And first of all, just a quick overview of that assignment. How was it for you? It was really difficult. I did so much research. My hands almost fell off from writing so okay. much. And that was a hard topic, too, that you did. That was definitely one of the harder ones. Yeah, I thought it would be easier, but um, it wasn't. Right. <laughs> Bad choice. Oh, so what did you learn to be one of the biggest forms of corruption within some of these companies? What I mainly focused on was, like, how companies target certain, like, um, movements and things like that, like the mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter movement, like all of those things, how they focus on those like topics during specific months to like appeal to their audience and make it seem like they're doing something for a cause. But in reality, they're just trying to make profit um, off of these like groups that they're targeting. Yeah. Um, and I, I've seen like a lot of that, like um, during Pride Month, like companies will start you know, mm -hmm. putting rainbows on their products and trying rainbow to appeal. Rainbow washing, right. Yeah, rainbow washing. Rainbow washing, exactly. So um, I would say that's the biggest form of corruption just because they're pretending to be, like, these morally correct brands, but they really just, like, drop the cause right after it doesn't generate profit yeah. anymore. Would you label it as taking advantage of people or? Yeah, I think I would say that because what if you, like, don't know better and really think that by supporting this company you're, helping the cause that you really care about, but mm -hmm. it really isn't like that at all. Yeah, and what type of companies would you say is this most prevalent in? Um, I think it's prevalent a lot in, like, clothing brands. Mm. Like I said, like, putting rainbows on their products. And, like, um, am I allowed to say brand names? I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Starbucks talked about, like, switching up their cups so that it would be like less plastic oh, than their previous green cups. Greenwashing, right? Greenwashing, exactly. Uh, when re in reality, like their new cups involve more plastic than their previous yeah. cups oh, actually, and their straws. That. Yeah, because didn't they get rid of their straws and did the yeah that they like did the, sip lid or whatever? Yeah. But that yeah. does actually use more plastic. Yep. So it's a lot of stuff like that, and it's really interesting. Interesting. Well, thank you so much for joining me. And Sophie, where can the listeners find your show? Because I know you do have a show on. 88.9 The Bridge. I do. Um, I do a show called Rice and Shine. You can find it on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, if you just search Rice and Shine. And we also air every Sunday at 9 a.m. on 88.9 The Bridge. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah. Conclusively, there is still an ongoing debate on the consumerism in America and where it may be leading to. Some say that the boosts it creates in the economy are worth the negative effects that come with it while others argue that its results are leading to the end of the world as we know it. But whether or not you buy a teddy bear on Valentine's Day or a world's best dad mug on Father's Day, everyone can appreciate a day for appreciation.